Welcome to the MJ and Pippin show, the Queensland racing preview in all seriousness. Curls, it's been a big week. Sounds like it's been a wet week up in Queensland. What is going on up north, brother? Yeah, it's strange. Um, like there hasn't been that much rain where I am. You anyway. must have had a heap. Yeah, you'd think so from the way even, <laughs> you know, oh, we, have, we haven't had as much as, we haven't had enough rain to cause the dramas and commotions that we've had over the last three weeks, that's for sure. Um, we're in a bit of strife here in southeast Queensland because, you know, the BRC built Eagle Farm three times in three years and um, no other tracks have got any funds left to help. So uh, we just have to try and work around what we've got dished up to us. Mm, so what, do you think that the Gold Coast track needs uh, a complete upgrade as well? Is... Yeah, yes. Yes, it does, and like no knock on the Gold Coast Turf Club doing a good job with what they've got. Um, that's for sure. Um, you know, the track does deteriorate when um, you know when there is any moisture in it. Um, a great example of that track is when they give it three weeks off at the springtime. You know, like the bit of warmth in the air and a bit of um, a bit of sun, and you know when that track comes back after a few weeks hiatus, it races brilliantly. So um, it's a good track. It's just you know it's it races, you know, normally it races every Saturday as the provincial meeting, you know, on a Saturday. Mm. So it does get a hell of a lot of work and um, good betting track. You know, I like to bet down there and it's just a shame that we that we can't look after these tracks a little bit more. Yeah, well, I'm sure that you've enjoyed the little bit of rest. And I guess um, the big news from, I guess, Mailbag headquarters is I'm going to step aside or uh, take a little break from the Queensland Metro product. Um, I've got pretty a uh, pretty full book of I guess commercial interests for the mailbag for Little Birdie. Um, there's yeah various people wanting more live streams, which would be great uh, content for the punters at home. So Curls is going to uh, slip into the the uh, the Queensland Saturday Metro tipping, and yeah, I'm happy to go out on a little bit of a high last week with you know time uh, big odds, but. I won't be missing James Orman. I thought he slaughtered Nick and Over, which is one of my better bets for the card last week. So a little bit of that anxiety will leave me. Um, in terms of uh, the subscribers this week, they'll get they'll get Doombin for free on the provincial set. But as of next week, uh, there'll be a couple of changes mentioned in the email this week. And if you want all Curly or just his provincial or just his Saturday, uh, the choice is yours. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to still do the videos every week with Curls. I'm going to still keep my line on Queensland Racing just to make sure Curls isn't telling any fibs and uh, hold his hand a little bit in the Metro setups and things like that. So, yeah, it'll, it'll still uh, get the same sort of service, if not uh, if not better. But, um, yeah, the entertainment factor's not going anywhere. So There's a little... Be- um, you, I think you've undersold, you've undersold to your last week there. Um, $80 is that winner that you've tossed up as SP'd on Betfair. $80 winner. It's like winning a championship and just saying... I'm going to go and tackle oh, yeah. something else for a little bit. Go play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Krause moment. But uh, <laughs> let's kick enough of, the, enough of the dribble. Let's talk about Doombin. You, you think you found, uh, well, let's call it a moral, in race one at Doombin on, on Saturday. It's very short, though, $1. sixty. How wonderful life is. Yeah, look, it's just one of those cases of, you know, best horse, best map, great Good training uh, trainer jockey combo. So, uh, extre- uh, probably the best place horse anywhere in Queensland this weekend. Um, you know, it drops back from um, 
you know, the Mick Dippman plate last started Eagle Farm. We had, I think we had something small, um, yeah, give it a give it a hope. It got beat a length and a quarter behind Aquitaine. Last start, uh, the start before it resumed on a heavy track and and won pretty comfortably um, at the Gold Coast. So she, you know it, it goes to a class three race here. Um, you know the kickoff proceedings on Saturday. There's a couple of horses that might want to be really quick out and and go f- and try and find the fence with their normal racing patterns to a questionable 1100. So. From gate three, this horse just sits third one off the fence, stalks the speed and, and will be too strong for them over the last 400. So it's just a good thing. It's short. But um, look, it's not really about the price here for me. It's about what I rated it and what price I can currently get. So to me, it still looks a little bit of value at the $1.60. Okay. Um, some people might think that sounds a bit silly, but uh, it's only what price available versus your rated price to determine whether it's value or not to you. The value is in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. Yeah, um, I yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Bailey still got a stay of proceedings uh, after his controversial ride on Vega One, who was actually a really good run in the Stradbroke, his grand final. So, what uh, what can you update us on? What do you know about the Bailey Nordra situation up in Queensland? Uh, one of a couple of situations that have made headlines, and we might have seen um, on some various racing sites uh, or Twitter. Um, a couple of senior jocks have come out swinging uh, regarding the rules and the current system where you can get uh, charged, found guilty and suspended and still uh, appeal that sentence, firstly through Curic, through the um, through the, yeah, through the stewards, and then if you lose that, you can then appeal to QCAT. So I suppose from a Victorian point of view, taking everything to VCAT on appeal and they can ride uh, in the meantime until that appeal is heard. Obviously, Bailey's uh, indiscretion is well publicised. Um, he's fighting that. So, um, yeah, we'll continue to ride until um, until that's heard at QCAT. And I'm not sure what sort of delays that this COVID sort of period is, has uh, sort of injected into the process, but I'd imagine it'll be months. Um, it could be, you know, well into the year and, until, he gets to, until he gets his uh, chance to be heard. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Luke, Luke Tarrant's another one. I think there, it was well publicised that Luke gave Larry Cassidy a headbutt after a race. Um, I think he, I think he's uh, appealing that as well. So um, yeah, it's interesting the, the, the process up here. But um, you know, I suppose you can. It's still in Victoria, like Ben Mellum's still riding, and um, things exactly. seem to just drag on. Like it's a, it's a, it's a real, um, it's a real funny situation. Speaking of drag on you got pretty in pink with uh, the party drag ice through its system I, I read for la- from last year's winter carnival it's just unfathomable that you'd think that 12 months on this is an ongoing process yeah, look it, it is and like this I really feel this will be a catalyst for change in Queensland so the, like participants have been dealing with this for you know ever since the uh, introduction of Curic and how that system works um, they're still trainers training on stay of proceedings, you know, from cobalt charges that go back three years uh, that still haven't been heard. Um, it's, it's like that they're using this integrity as a political football. You've seen Robert Heathcote kick it out of the park uh, with his integrity concerns a few weeks ago, the headlines that heard and, you know, that, that created. This is uh, now a leading Sydney trainer, John O'Shea, and a leading breeder in Sedgenho that have affected. Uh, now, but mm. now it's affected a couple of the big dogs and the... Uh, and not the 
you know, the regular Queensland participant, I think this could be a big catalyst for change. It's a broken system. Uh, it certainly needs to be fixed for the benefit of all participants. And um, hopefully this, this does force something. But like, it's racing in Queensland is so tied politically. Um, we're not going to see any change until an election. And then from there, it doesn't matter who wins and who gets in. And it's just a complete shit show. And, and uh, unless PVL comes up here and runs for Premier, It'll continue to be a shit show. Hope you haven't lost that shirt. Let's let's get back back on the racing. The Phoenix is probably the next interesting race to look at. Race five, sixteen hundred meter race. The rails out too. I think we forgot to sort of talk about that. Or two and a half meters. Probably soft, soft six seven. I'm tipping too. Yeah, it's um, it's a funny one when two year olds step to sixteen hundred for the first time. it's a, it's a monster step for a lot of horses, but specifically two-year-olds. I think it's a, a an open and an even race. I thought the horse that I like coming off that big track form was uh, Outburst. It's got Brad Stewart on it. Uh, the Sydney horse should be undefeated. I thought uh, it, it was really good. It, it was wide. It ran on. It might have just knocked up a little bit, uh, a little bit late, uh, and probably was entitled to. But um, they've booked the right rider. And I think it'll um, it'll map in a good position from Barrier Five. That was the obvious lean for me, and I could just find little chinks in uh, a few other runners. Uh, but again, it's a tricky race given um, given we don't know a, you know a, a lot about these horses at the, at the distance. I think uh, for the subscribers, I, I tipped out Kefalonia last start uh, from the Months Yard uh, at big odds. I think I, I had a couple or half unit or something on it. Last start, I thought it was definitely a horse uh, that would appreciate the mile, but I just don't know if it can run as fast as, as the others, obviously. But um, what was your read on the Phoenix? Mm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's probably two horses there. I think the Axure is one of them. Um, you're sort of trying to find horses that, that are looking for a mile, and, and, and to do that, you need to sort of to look at their sectionals and, and how they look through the line, you know, running right through the line. Um, I think this, this horse is potentially one of them. Um, Cosmic Gossip's an interesting one. It's, you know, it takes up a fair bit of percentage in the market around that $4 quote currently. Um, I suppose it comes through that, um, you know, it comes through the obvious form reference that people look for in these sorts of races, you know, those, um, you know, it's come through that JJ Atkins where it got back and, and looked to run, looked to hit the line okay from um, from back in the field. It was okay through the line, I suppose. Um, not convinced it. Uh, the other thing that we've probably got to work on too is the track conditions. And like you mentioned, the outburst is, uh, you know, was a soft seven when beaten on debut at Muzzlebrook, but still raced well, well enough. Um, mm. And then, you know, it's last start wins. Last start winner from Scone, like you said, big track and, and ran well. Um, it's, I suppose you've got to take some pedigree into account here as well. Um, you know, for horses that are looking to get to a mile, um, you know, this, it's by real impact. So it's got to be a tick for that. So, yeah, small things like that, like you say, it's a little bit of a, a it's a little bit more complicated of a puzzle when you're trying to find a horse that, um, that can get the mile. So, I think, you know, the actuary and, and the outburst were the sort of two that I settled on that, that I could be confident of, um, of you know, running a strong enough mile here at this stage. And it's really a matter of wait and see. It's 
it's race five, it's doom, and it's, you know, a little bit of moisture around, you know, how, how, you know, how favourable is it to the leaders and that sort of thing as well is sort of what you've got to assess as the day goes on for sure. And in the last race, you, you found a horse that you liked, the 1,100-metre event, the Open Handicap. Um, and what were your early thoughts here? Well, the early thoughts are just purely flashback to the little birdie stratosphere when we were on Ozark, and it's missed the kick and settled last defence and ran second. Um, that's, my first, that's my first thoughts. On the <laughs> yeah. I'll try to... I'll try to look past it. Uh, try to look past the result. Uh, look, yeah, look, I sort of mapped some some decent tempo here. Um, we're probably going to be getting similar price Ozark in this to what we were last time. Um, and look, what I found from that meeting at Eagle Farm last time is, um, you know, he was. I'd certainly had Ozark as disadvantaged in runs. Um, sort of anticipate that he can settle a little bit closer here. If he doesn't miss the start, if he begins evenly, he maps, he maps in a much better spot. There's plenty of speed, Spurcraft, Fiery Heights, Mashani Hustler, Connoisseur, all capable uh, horses. Jamie Lady, I think he's a scratching from its wide gate. Um, so just hoping that Ozark can step and, and from the gate, you know, it'll it'll find a nice it'll find a nice um, position just forward the midfield and be uh, a, lot, a chance to get over the top of these. Um, but, Runs up to its last start performance. It can with a with a closer settling position can be hard to beat. Mm, uh, I think Duplessis would be okay for this horse. And yeah, going off its last two starts, the run behind Usmanov uh, was really solid as well. So I think uh, I think you're on the right the right track there. It's, uh, there are a couple of different dangers, but I guess that's why you get a good each way price. All right, girls. Yeah. What uh, what uh, is there any racing on uh, on Sunday? Um, no, not, uh, you got yes, Dolby, a little bit of Dolby on Saturday. You might Do, be able to find Dolby Saturday. Of... Yeah, Dolby Saturday. So if, uh, we're recording this Thursday and, um, uh, Friday, sorry. And I've already, <laughs> already been sent the feelers out to my, um, to the Dolby diehards to find out how the track's going to look. Now, I think Dolby had three mils of rain, uh, leading into its last meeting and it was called off. There's one section of the track at Dolby, um, it pulls a bit of water. So they're assuring everyone that they'll be racing this week. So hopefully that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Done a fair bit of work on the Dolby card. Um, we'll certainly be betting there. No question about that. No listed races or group races to discuss in any depth set at Dolby this week, but there is a benchmark <laughs> 75. There's a benchmark 75,000 uh, for nine and a half grand of the winner, which will be the fast class race of the day. I'll be looking forward to that. Um, Beautiful. This is um, it's a bit of a quiet meeting at Doomben this Saturday, but I think there's a couple of Group Three races uh, the following week. And the uh, although it's a little bit of a whimper or a, a lesser quality carnival, I think um, what is it? The the Wink Skinnies Day completes on in mid July, so it's about July the 11th. You get good racing nah. up in Queensland until. Sorry. Yeah, we do. We do. It's not Wink Skinnies Day. It's Glasshouse Day. The Glasshouse <laughs> Inica. The Wink. The Wink Skinnies is one of the races on the card, but it's definitely... The Sunshine Coast Skinnies. <laughs> oh, right. No. <laughs> Come on, fire police. You've got... Have you got a Wink photo on the wall? Yeah, uh, I won that in a raffle, so I'll, I'll be doing that. <laughs> <in charity. laughs> the Grinch. I'm nah. going to start calling him the 
you get you get two uh, a couple of cancelled meetings because of the track condition oh. and a little a little bit of pitter patter and you, the toys have come out of the cocktails. I want you up up and Adam uh, Saturday morning to talk uh, in depth with me on Doombin and you know let's let's pick it pick up our roughies out for the for the punters at home and. Yeah, we will be. There's no. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I did throw the toys out of the cot this morning when I heard the Gold Coast was off. I was just after yesterday. We're on. Um, we're on the uh, in the last at Warwick yesterday. The subs were on um, the villain um, at a really good price. I think it was nine or ten dollars. And after the second last race, you know, it shortened up. Um, you know, into about five dollars. It was five dollars top sport, and I thought, oh, how good is this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be we're shopping massive overs, and just everything pans out perfect for this bit of moisture. Get to the outside, drawing an outside gate, good job. You know, it's just a matter of how far it wins by. Um, and then I had a couple picked out for today as well, so I was a little bit antsy about it, but it's just nice to mm, wake up nice. and nice to sort of had had a bit of a PT session this morning, and then I realised that Kill Coy's on Monday as well, so it just <laughs> sort of warm my heart a little bit. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so to recap. Your best, uh, how wonderful life is in race one, Doombin. And then, yeah, in race nine, we've got uh, Ozark. So happy punning. I'm going to step aside for the, for the great man. It really feels like I'm playing with Jordan. And uh, I'll be, you'll see lots of me on the mailbag uh, videos uh, regardless. And good luck on the weekend punning. Good luck, girls. Cheers, mate. Thanks.